Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. Justice League comic. I'm trying to think of something topical. I'm just. I always just look around the room, like what's what's in my room. What can I talk about <laughs> this in here? Uh, did you, you? You've read issue number two already. Uh huh. Did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's a thing. Well, we'll talk about that though eventually. I mean, we could talk about the opening and like how uh, issues one and twos had different ways of communicating. And how we do an audio podcast, but maybe we'll do like a Swamp Thing broadcast in space <laughs> podcast or a uh, yeah, we can offer that Martian as a telepathy uh, podcast. Patreon reward tier. We will have Swamp Thing communicate with you as us through a magic flower. <laughs> yeah, you'll think it's just a flower in your room, but all of a sudden, whoa! It's it's a it's a Swamp Thing, but it's James and Ted talking to you <laughs> For directly. Hundred bucks your, a month in your room. You too can see Ted Kendrick <laughs> as a mystical flower. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what they call me. <laughs> Mystical flower. <laughs> we're, uh, we'll have a Martian telepathy perk also for the less invasive. I don't know if it might be less invasive than a swamp yeah, thing we, flower. Uh, it might be more do invasive. Our best Batman impressions as we speak to you. Yeah, that was that was good. You mentioned that last time that that there were good jokes from there were, this, <laughs> and I liked it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm the I'm the goddamn Wonder Woman or I'm whatever is she Wonder redacted. Woman. I'm the redacted censored Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> well, uh, that was an intro. <laughs> it sure was. I hope you liked it. Um, welcome back <laughs> to the Twelfth Level Intellects, uh, the bi-weekly geek entertainment podcast hosted by the Watchtower Ooh, Database. That's a new description. And that's that's straight from your uh, blog, Ted. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, I've been struggling to find the right way to to word that, and then Bi-weekly, you did it months ago. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> which the story is of my Ted life. TedKendrick.com. I wake yeah. up and realize, oh shit, I did that months ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why was I worried about that? <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about more fan theories from the DCAU. We've done a couple episodes on this, and we started doing this a long time ago, prior to this being a podcast. Um, so it's we're ep- on episode twenty today. That's a big number. We've been doing this for forty weeks <laughs> now. Nice. <laughs> With however long that is, like uh, almost a year, kind almost. of. I don't know. Yeah, um, we're there. So there's a lot of stuff coming out this morning, news-wise, because the mm. DC Universe app finally released a uh, trailer like an official like here's what's going to be on it what can you expect it looks a lot like the watchtower uh, database trailer wouldn't you say <laughs> yeah, <kinda. laughs> i beat him to it no uh, it'd be funny if they use the same stock music or something <laughs> it goes like that yep. um and uh <laughs> I, I can sing the but no, it had a it had later. a lot of stuff from the movies. Like I recognize Batman Returns, Batman Forever, yep. Superman Four, the Quest for Peace. He sure was. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, the the first trailer I saw was just on Twitter, and it was like half as long as the real one, and it showed that same Catwoman clip from Batman Returns, and then it just went into a bunch of uh, clips from like 
Public Enemies mm-hmm. and other animated movies. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But like, where's the DCAU? Is that not going to be on this? And then I watched the longer trailer and, and it has like Batman. a Hawk and Dove Ares oh, yeah, clip yeah. and it has a couple other things. Yeah. It'll be um, there. Don't And it worry says about Batman it. animated series for a second, I think. So I'm they, sure it'll all be there. Yeah. Yeah. Along with like just like you mentioned, almost every animated movie. And yeah. the, uh, There's a, the original series that they're doing through the service, which is uh, the yeah. live action Doom Patrol, like, Swamp Thing, Titans, uh, animated Harley right. Quinn, and Young Justice season three. There's also clips from like Fleischer Superman and stuff that I didn't expect to be on oh, there. Nice. I think going all at the one way back. time, yeah, we we like hypothesized that why you know why not just put like everything ever. I think I saw the Supergirl movie. That's what's happening. Yeah, A yeah. Clip from that too, from Supergirl. Yeah. I bet they have steel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just didn't want to have Catwoman. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. There's a lot of cool stuff. They also showed uh, a brief glimpse at some uh, Justice League action figures in the same like new uh, multi. What do you call that? I'm not an action figure guru. Where they have like a bunch of joints. Multi articulation. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> action figures uh, like they've been doing for Batman animated series and Superman and that kind of stuff. So we got like a weird glimpse of the John Jones one a couple months ago that like was online for three seconds and then oh, oh and took it down. But everybody mm-hmm. was posting it anyway. Um, Rumors were saying they were canceled, but I guess not. Yeah, it's I guess not. Or they're on their way. Um, but yeah, that's all pretty cool stuff. I'm looking forward to that. We've already talked about most of what might be on there or will be on there, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what else. Well, I comes read with it. this week that DC Comics is releasing these giant 100-page specials straight to yeah. Walmart um, with uh, some really talented artists. I wish that it wasn't going straight to Walmart, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a I wonder if like my comic shop will go to Walmart and just buy them all and put them in their store that's probably not legal <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's got stories do like, not resell um, tom except king, if it comes from walmart tom king who's currently writing the batman series is writing a superman story and then brian michael bendis who's writing superman is writing a batman yep. story with uh <laughs> nick darrington on art i'm excited about that when nick darrington did the recent doom patrol stuff with gerard way yeah it looked like there might be some past stuff also in there like stuff that already exists yeah uh, or they were at yeah. least using that on the cover to advertise it yeah and kind of along that line, uh, GameStop has also announced that they're going to start selling comics on display racks in oh, their stores. Yeah, yeah. So you can start buying comic books at GameStop. I wonder if that's good for the comic industry to so. continue to thrive or mm-hmm. if it's bad for like small comic shops because yeah. they're, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I guess I can see where you're coming from there. Um, but I, I think it's a good move. And it's really nostalgic because um, comics you used to, I mean, at least I had one grocery store when I was a kid that had some comics on the display yeah. rack there. So it was like going through the checkout line. You can kind of flip through the rack and yeah. get some stuff. So I think it's like a callback to, to that. Okay, and That's kind of gone away since the rise of uh, specialty comic shops. Yeah. I think I'd mentioned before that I asked on my, like, this town I live in's Reddit a while ago. Like, where do I buy comics? And some guy was just, I remember when comics were at Safeway. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. But 
Um, yeah, and we just got a Walmart here too, and everybody's really upset about it because they're like, "Oh, you're gonna all the local businesses are gonna die and all this stuff." But like, I feel like everyone's just gonna continue to go to those businesses regardless, and mm-hmm. just go to Walmart if they need a T-shirt at midnight, like yeah. I did the other day. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Walmart's for but emergencies, yeah. I guess. Um, well, cool. You got another piece of news. Um, the only other thing I had was something that I hope to not spend a long time talking about because I'm kind of tired of talking about it. But there's <laughs> rumors that, uh, and by rumors I mean like some people that actually worked on the movie are kind of coming out and talking about it. Uh, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is mm-hmm. more likely to exist than we thought at this point, I guess. But it's all kind of conjecture. Um, you know, f- f- long story short, I guess for a long time. Ever since the movie came out, everyone, all the like hardcore Zack Snyder follower fans have been clamoring for, hey, give us his movie instead, yada, yada, yada. A lot of people think that it's it was completed. Um, I'm, I'm of the mind that it's not, but it still might exist as like a weird kind of ramshackle mm-hmm. mm, I'm sure the visual monster. effects probably wasn't totally done. Yeah, it would be like a half completed, half like storyboards and, and animatics and stuff like that. So basically um, the main villain in Batman versus Superman. Right. Personified <laughs> as a movie. It's not Doomsday, but it's sort of Doomsday, but it's not really. That's a good description of the Justice League movie. Yeah. It's not Doomsday, but it's sort of Doomsday. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, there's a, apparently there's just like concept artists and and uh, uh, editors and stuff that on Justice League that are kind of like tweeting out like, hey, yeah, it, it is real. I've seen it. I watched it. I put it together or whatever. Um, and so now, of course, everybody, there's like this petition mm-hmm. uh, to have it released uh, and all this stuff like an online petition it's it's a little out of hand but it's i guess it's cool to see i I would still like to see it myself but i'm not gonna die if i never see it i i heard a rumor that they might be saving it to put up on the uh, dc universe streaming channel (laughs) for real i I mean i don't know that's not confirmed but i just i mean if and even if it took like a couple years of of just i don't know it shouldn't take a couple years I don't want them anything. to actually complete it. Like, cause I don't want it mm-hmm. necessarily be like a like a. An oh, we were wrong. Here's the actual movie. Because that's what I they've done with every other movie. It's like every yeah. movie they put out, except for yeah. maybe Wonder Woman, is like, okay, well, here's the director's cut. You know, yeah. <laughs> sorry, we didn't give Which this I, to you the first time. I guess it's good that Warner Brothers might not do it because then they are actually like sticking to their guns like I always want them to do. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. This whole thing is such a mess. <laughs> and also, so is the Batman movie by Matt Reeves. Yeah. I have a piece yeah. of news. Uh, rumors say okay. that it might be set in the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie yeah. universe now. <laughs> so it's just, it's always like, is it, is it not part of the DCEU? What, yeah, there was some article that listed out like every... Uh, Every movie that DC in the last, like, since Man of Steel has <laughs> announced that they're maybe working on. Like, three and Harley like movies. 40 different movies that, <laughs> that yeah. we never know what Like, the, three different Joker happening. movies. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, obviously, they're not working on all of 
You know, they're not doing Harley Quinn, the yeah. movie. They're not doing Birds of Prey. They're not doing Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. Like, they might do one or two of those. Right. But, <laughs> you know. And I mean, not to bring Marvel into it, I guess, but at least they do, like, a... They, like, they wait until, you know, a big Comic-Con event kind of thing to announce, mm-hmm. like here's the title we are doing black panther and everyone goes crazy yeah instead dc goes like hey we're gonna do this maybe on like a weird article yeah maybe mm-hmm. they just <laughs> and then out people go names. oh that might be interesting and then they throw it in the trash can so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah well they're keeping this on our toes <laughs> i so. guess so yeah yeah i got one more piece of news it's about sure. the star wars universe um so, uh, Solo didn't do as well as Disney wanted it to. And uh, disappointed with the box office numbers, they put the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie on hold. Um, uh-huh. The Boba Fett movie by uh, James Mangold was also put on hold. And maybe the standalone Yoda movie. Basically, all of their standalone uh, Star Wars stories movies were put on hold. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard back and forth because yeah. Solo, because it did so bad or whatever, but then now they're also saying, oh, that was not actually true. We're just reanalyzing, like reassessing what we're going to do with them or something. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, yeah, because I know a lot of fans boycotted Solo, but they really yeah. wanted the Obi-Wan movie. Um, <laughs> I heard that the sequel to Solo might involve Obi-Wan because they're setting up Darth little spoilers uh i guess so yeah yeah um, none of these characters get to interact with each other like mm -hmm. han solo can't see obi-wan kenobi or else why would he not know who he was in the cantina and stuff doesn't obi-wan isn't he familiar with han in episode four Maybe because he's I like um, all the star wars smuggler the the ins and outs of these little minutiae like yeah. we do with well, other things, but I don't know. Obi-Wan sets things. up the meeting with Han at the cantina, so he must have heard of him somewhere. I guess so. If not, had met him briefly before, yeah. but I don't know. It's not really... What's the uh, the in-universe equivalent to a 12th level intellect in the Star Wars canon? Mm, that's <laughs> a good question. A real smarty pants. We aren't one of those. <laughs> <Star> <laughs> Probably Wars. a Jedi master. <laughs> I guess <laughs> a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well let's let's get out of this. Um, <laughs> we 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 we're gonna do. We have a giant list of fan theories um, that we've been going through for a long time. Uh, we also asked you, the listener, to uh, send us your favorite DCAU fan theories on uh, YouTube. So we have, we'll have a little bit of a mix of these um, on our lists okay. that of the ones that we have left. These are um, a total a surprise to pertain. me. I have no idea huh? what we're about to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came, <laughs> I'm I'm looking through this myself. So I I uh, I picked out ones that are specific to Batman Beyond because I figured we can get a chunk out of the way by doing that. Okay. Um, so the first one that I have is, uh, and uh, but by the way, these are all I have to re-explain every time. But uh, it's uh, these are all things that just at one point I went. And looked up as many DCAU fan theories as I could find on different message boards and subreddits and all this stuff, and just kind of wrote them down. And I completely forgot to credit anybody <laughs> that I, that I actually found these from. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, I made that up," I'm sorry. Uh, cool, good job. Uh, <laughs> so I'll start off with kind of a a lame one. Uh, 
do you remember you you remember the the T gang? Uh-huh. Uh huh. In Batman Beyond, they are Fat T. They're like he's led by yeah, Fat T. Yeah. Yeah. They got they're like the Joker's, uh, but they're just a uh, they like have white painted skin and they have like big red T's over their faces. Just like and Mr. I Trump. never made this connection while watching the show because I didn't know about this other character but mr terrific also has a very similar mm-hmm. design to that he's just a guy with a big t over his face so while this is a very loose fan theory there is one that the t's were influenced by mr terrific uh maybe they like perhaps were working with him like the mutants in dark knight rises or dark knight returns how they work with mm-hmm. uh batman and put like bats over their faces um and uh, maybe, but like they were working with him and then he died. And so then they started perverting what he stood for and their rivals with the jokers because they used to fight them <laughs> as, <laughs> as good guys. Uh, but all this is just like, there's no evidence for this. The at only all. evidence like is that fun... they have T's on their face. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, uh, we used to do like a, what, what was it? Plausible or, uh-huh. uh, unlikely, <laughs> I would say plausible. Yeah, but we have no way of knowing. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm, a cool idea. And, and that would be the Michael Holt version of Mr. Terrific that we saw yeah, in JLU. Yeah. He's got the black tee over his face with the red eyes. That's kind of his mm-hmm. mask get up. Uh, Which I guess recently in New 52-ish stuff has been changed to a red tee. Oh, yeah. If I'm not, yeah, yeah, if I'm right. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So that's... I'm probably not still connected. Yeah. But <laughs> well, and then there was the uh, the Golden Age. Mister Terrific um, wore like red and green. That was kind of his yeah. main get up. And he um, was actually the father or grandfather. I could be wrong. To uh, Roulette, the supervillain who does all the metal balls. Oh. Yeah, she's related okay. to the Golden Age Mister Terrific, who is well, not then... related to Michael Colt, Michael Holt at all, except by. Yeah. Name. Then there's precedence for a Mr. Terrific to have a legacy. So it's uh-huh. even more evidence that it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we got another one. Ace. Ace. Uh, Bruce's dog is named after the Royal Flush King's Ace. I think that's pretty yeah. certain. Um, yeah. Not at the time. It was just, you know, Ace the Bat Hound. That's a character already. Um, that's what they're doing in Batman Beyond is, is incorporating him in Forget. Do we a know way how old sense. Ace is in dog years? In uh, Batman Beyond, is that a Maddie uh, question? This might be a we, question. I don't for think we ever really know. Let's have Maddie do a uh, vanishing point <laughs> about Ace the Bound. <laughs> yeah, that's and, your new homework, Maddie. Um, dog ears. Find that. Find the age of a dog that we only see flashbacks of twice and never know what year the flashback takes place in. It's so. going to be easier than Scooby Doo. That dog's been around for fifty years. <laughs> forty years. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean Ace's the name the origin of Ace the dog's name is never given. Batman was obviously moved by Ace's death. Um her the, the the only other thing listed here with this one is the dog is a reminder of Bruce's greatest failure. Mm. Is that really his greatest failure is no. is Ace dying? No, it wasn't a failure. That was the goal was like we got to kill her, <laughs> but we're going to do it humanely. Remember, Amanda yeah. Waller was like, "You gotta zap her with yeah, this see, thing," he and he's like, "No, nah, I'm didn't not gonna fail." He succeeded, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a so. reminder that, like, even the you know crazy villains are, you know, <laughs> human. <laughs> we can yeah. show them some mercy. Well, what, what do you? What would you say his greatest failure is? 
Ooh. Perhaps Andrea Beaumont or uh, uh, Tim Drake, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But not, but not uh, correct. Not successfully letting Ace die. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's... <laughs> anyway. Okay, well that one's pretty quick. Um, see so, all you know, the the other ones that I have, or there might be one more here. Um, we did the T's, we did Ace. Okay, there's one more before I get into epilogue ones that I'll mention. Mm. Um, so Joker, he dies. Yeah. What? We're aware Spoilers. Of this. Sorry. When? Sorry. Um, and how many uh, episodes he, does he die? Because a few, right? Yeah, he dies in uh, the finest. last laugh. He oh, falls okay. off of a, a thing into a shark tank. Oh, that'll um, anyway. get you. Uh, so he explodes in world's finest in a giant plane <laughs> with, with all the marbles and turns into pudding. Right. Uh, <laughs> At this point, he probably is. So, <laughs> so anyway, so <laughs> for realsies, he dies uh, in the Return of the Joker flashback. But he, there is a censored version and an uncensored version. Uh, in the uncensored, the uncut version, he gets shot by Tim Drake with the, the dart gun, the bang dart mm-hmm. gun. And then in the censored version, he uh, falls into a tank of water and he then slips, slips on and a gets puddle. electrocuted. Yeah. So there, since he dies in two different ways, which death is the real death? Um, and I, so I, this isn't really a fan theory. It's just more of a like weird continuity thing i guess um i would say to me personally i consider the uncut version of the movie to be like the real movie and then the censored one is kind of a weird elseworlds uh mm-hmm. like baby down version <laughs> of the yeah. movie uh, yeah we don't need a world where the bat mobile has seatbelts. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think it does in the cartoon is the weird thing like they might have <laughs> actually just forgotten that there's a couple of change. We have a whole video on all the changes uh, between the versions of the movie, and there's a couple changes for the censored one where they actually fixed something that was mm-hmm. incorrect, like an animation error, or they forgot uh, to put in the the chair one time in the Batmobile. Um, there's oh, a couple yeah. things like that that they that are actually improved, but most of it is just they took out punches or they took out uh, different like blood and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, well, my, my thought yeah. on the death is uh, I'm of the same mind as uh, the original Star Wars. So um, Tim, yeah. shot, Tim shot first. Tim shot first. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Tim shot first. That makes, yeah, I mean, it makes it a lot more uh, uh, heartbreaking for Tim, I guess, if he mm-hmm. was like, that's his only way out is he had to kill the Joker versus like the other way. He pushes he Joker Batman's into water and the Joker accidentally kills himself. I mean, it's like no killing. That's why Tim Drake is his greatest failure because he had to... Oh, no. my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so, yeah, I think that's a pretty... I mean, there's really no real answer, but I'd say... We'll have to ask uh, Matthew Valencia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when you were... Uh, when you said the phrase, hero time, in <laughs> the flashback, in, like, your only line in the flashback, or maybe he says one other thing, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it's Andrea then, yeah. Romano who plays him yeah, during that crying scene. and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, okay, so the, the the only other ones I have are very epilogue heavy, and I would say if you have not seen epilogue, do not listen to this part of the podcast, and I'll put a little time code in the thing. This might be a short podcast. Have, yeah, keep epilogue a Priority secret. Already at the epilogue. So, okay. uh, this one is a uh, well, yeah, okay. So Warren and Mary McGinnis got divorced because 
Mary suspected or Warren suspected Mary of cheating on him. Yeah, because none of um, his kids look like him. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we've talked about this a little bit <laughs> at some point. But yeah, his yeah his kids both have black hair, which we of course find out later is because of Bruce Wayne's DNA in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's no we never get a reason for their divorce on the show. And Warren is a research scientist, so he probably could have deduced that uh, that We've Mary cheated on him. Paternity test probably <laughs> it wouldn't have shown up positive. You don't really have to be a research scientist to see that your kids look nothing like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, that's I guess that's plausible. Yeah, I, I think that's... likely, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, they don't really. We never. Do we ever see Warren and Mary in a scene together? Um, only in uh, epilogue when they're in walking epilogue. in yeah. the theater. Because I, I think, yeah, because Warren dies so early on in the series, and, and like in the first or second episode, first episode, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so he, yeah, the only scenes we see of the parents during that time is just when Terry's at their different places. Um, so we never see them actually interact to see, like, oh, does do they not like each other because of this thing or that thing? So there's no uh, no other explanation really, I guess. Um, Superman knows Terry is Bruce's son. Uh, this is deduced from the fact that at the end of the call, which is the Justice League Batman Beyond episode, mm-hmm. um, Terry's walking away, and they're saying something about like, "Oh, you're a lot like," or he says, "I'm like just like." the original Batman because I'm not going to be a part of the Justice League and then Superman says like more than you know son more than you know and like mm. maybe at, at the time they just had him say that because of um, you know personality wise he's he's sort of like Bruce and mm-hmm. he does a lot of Batman-y things but I'm pretty sure that they've mentioned that at, they knew they were going to make Terry Bruce's son at some point during the production. So sure. they probably potentially threw that in on purpose. Yeah. I, th- I think it's uh very plausible and Superman's got yeah, x-ray vision and yeah. <laughs> telescopic vision, microscopic vision, whatever he can read <laughs> people's DNA codes. If he wanted I suppose. to, <laughs> if he wanted well, to, I, it's a little of a stretch maybe though. <laughs> like why would, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. He probably but, could. Yeah. So uh, I think... Uh, he also had Starro also, on, it, on his yeah, chest that whole time, and Starro's got telepathy, so there might have been something there in the back of Well, do we see yeah. Starro has telepathy other than just being able to control the mind of the person he's touching? No, that's, that's um, about it, yeah. So maybe, guess... maybe Starro knew that Superman knew that Terry was Bruce's <laughs> son. Yeah, <laughs> that Terry knew, that Bruce knew. <laughs> Which is the last one I have is Bruce Wayne has always known Terry is his son. Mm, and now um, Starro does too. Yeah. <laughs> He's really, yeah, well, we really want to talk about Starro. We, in, we in will, Justice we will. League, no justice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bruce probably knew about Project Batman Beyond because of watching Cadmus. Sure, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all very conjecture If he infiltrated Cadmus's computers and found a folder called Project Batman Beyond, you know he was going to open that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> read about it. What? Uh, this isn't important. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they might as well labeled it like, please don't read me, Batman. Don't open, don't open <laughs> yeah. this folder, Batman. Project Bruce Wayne's son. <laughs> I don't need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> this does not um, sound interesting. <laughs> yeah. And also Bruce was, so he saw Terry in Once and Future Thing 
and then just remember like he gets to retain those memories so you would think that being batman he would probably want to look up like or keep an eye on like who might become this batman like someone's mm. going to become a new batman so i gotta be ready for that um so i can see i think he might call him mcginnis a few times even in the future i don't think so not he sure. says like terry no as he's dying or whatever but batman's not in the room when he says that mm. um but well, there's not not the present day batman yes <laughs> What? No, I'm saying present day Batman is not in the room. Yes, but when the future, future Batman. Right. But yeah, yeah, but Batman's still in the room. It's just future. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're misunderstanding, James. Batman's always in the room. <laughs> there were like three Batmans in that scene. <laughs> Everything's relative, Ted. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the only that's that just means that when Terry shows up at his doorstep and is like steals a bat suit and stuff that maybe Bruce Wayne has a little ding in his head of like, Oh, it's this guy. And that's, that's all that that would amount to mm-hmm. really. Um, but they're like, it doesn't help him understand that that guy is his son. Um, it just helps him understand that that guy is the next Batman. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say maybe, um, Bruce, has a hunch that he's related to him just because they look similar or he, you know, he doesn't believe in coincidence. Uh, he's said a couple times on the show. So he at least would probably be like, Oh, if there's going to be anybody that's the next Batman, it's probably my kid. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> uh, there's really no way of knowing, but cause all of this is, you know, written after they anticipated doing this and all. This yeah. Stuff, yeah. So. You think Amanda Waller never told him, it does she say mm-hmm. as much no he just like terry finds out from being a perfect donor for liver That's failure right. or whatever mm-hmm. um and then he just goes right to her as far as we know because yeah. all those black and white flashback things are like what terry might do not what he has done mm-hmm. which is never really explained except by Dwayne mcduffie i think saying yeah. later like yeah that's what it is um yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's those. Um, I'm gonna head over to YouTube, um, where we have a handful of other ones from people, uh, who have chimed in. Have we ever talked about the other Cadmus files that are on that um menu screen that the question takes? Oh, like Lex Luthor's computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... There's a lot of good stuff on. Yeah, there. there's some cool stuff in there. Um, there's project a lot of it Aztec. we're using for legacies, so I'm not. <laughs> we shouldn't talk about some of it, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like it says gin, like gin bottle or something. So that yeah, could, that could be related to like uh, Johnny Thunder, Thunder, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt. Yeah. Uh, um. There's like New Deal 08. Like what does oh, that yeah. mean? What is that? 2008. There's what a New Deal. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> there sure is a New Deal. I guess there's a new uh, president. That's something we didn't explore in our president's uh, yeah. timeline video. Who's the president? 2008. Uh, is it President Joe- Obama? Joe McPresident. <laughs> There's the Oval Office uh, recording. That's what Question Watch is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to bring up the image, the screenshot to remember what all's on there. But there's a lot of good stuff that we never see what it is. Um, yeah. There's some. There's like Aztec. Yeah, Project Aztec. Yeah, like a technology thing, which makes yeah. sense if it's Luthor because he funded the superhero yeah, traditionally Aztec. in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that 
some of I think we'll be touching on later. Mm, um, to wait and see. So on our yeah on back on the YouTube channel, I'm looking at um, people who have commented. Uh, our guy Jacob Johnson, he comments on a lot of our stuff. Uh, hey Jacob, he says this is not a joke in all caps. Did Bruce Wayne lose his virginity to Zatanna? Mm. <laughs> um, I, well, I don't think we really have any way of knowing, but I would say it's possible only because when we see that flashback, she's being very flirty and they're kind of like have a a cat and mouse kind of like uh, will they won't they thing going on. But also Bruce or like Kevin Conroy is using his like, oh, I'm just a really innocent Bruce Wayne voice instead uh-huh. of like his gruff Batman voice. I, and I don't think that's an act at this point. I think that's like still who Bruce is. Um, so I'd say it's possible because Zatanna has been, hey, yeah, right. <laughs> look at my butt and stuff. <laughs> and is that the, I guess the, the like, first romantic encounter that we have on record for bruce (laughs) at least like in terms of the dcau um yeah it's possible (laughs) yeah there's your answer i uh, (laughs) i personally i don't think bruce has ever uh, lost his virginity even (laughs) even by batman beyond times (laughs) he's he's so like i cannot date I can't do anything nope. ever. Yeah, that'd be pretty <laughs> but, funny, actually. I mean, there is the the bit though in uh, Batman Beyond 2.0 where Kyle Higgins introduced uh, Barbara Gordon uh, being pregnant with Bruce's child. Uh, so yeah, that right. would dispel my theory. <laughs> but that's only sort of canon, so right? Then. So he's only sort of not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> she was only sort of pregnant. Yeah. Um, so and obviously, uh, you know, uh, well, no. I was just kidding about this. I was just going to say, like, Amanda Waller had to have sex with Batman to get his DNA for Project Batman Beyond, but I'm just joking. (laughs) He left it all over town. He sure did. Not remotely (laughs) what she meant, though. Uh, um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he just goes on all these dates and, like, is fawned over at every party he attends, and then he just goes, uh... Uh, nope, and just leaves. The room. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always <laughs> like uh, he'll look at his watch and be like, "Oh no, I forgot I had a very important yeah. business call with China because yeah. they're on the yeah. other side of the world and I have to he, call yeah. at their he times." Picks up, he picks up a phone that no one has called. Oh, Lucius! Oh, you say <laughs> you need me down at Wayne Enterprises right away, <laughs> or or it's Alfred. It's not even like <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, yeah, Alfred, you need me Alfred. down in the cave." To, uh, Shit. to to work Batman. on the Fuck. car <laughs> yeah. about the mystery, <laughs> or like he's like really like about to get really intimate. Oh, the bat signal! I gotta go. Why? Uh, no, I'm, I'm Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm not gonna sleep with important you. Important to him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's every version of Batman is like that. Uh, so even when we see like Ben Affleck sit up in bed and there's a woman next to him, he just really needed someone to snuggle with because uh, his parents are dead. Anyway, <laughs> the Adam West one is worse about it. He's like, I'm sorry. I am just gonna talk like this while I figure out the excuse I'm gonna tell you to get away from this I've... romantic encounter. <laughs> you say you didn't bring a condom. All right, so uh, let's move on from this subject. <laughs> uh, 
And Jacob has another one. He says, uh, did Andrea Beaumont kill the Joker in the end? And this Joker is just Arthur Reeves. He did get gassed at the end of the movie. First part, I've yes. Second part, no. Before. Yeah. <laughs> Joker has well, you, died. You, at least this is number four. Fourth, yeah, fourth you, death you, on record. You think Joker has actually died and he just keeps being revived? I used to think that Jokerized Arthur Reeves looked a lot like the Creeper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think that. So. Yeah, I, I had uh, Valentina. She's a girl that draws uh, a lot of our character designs for the website, and she, uh, she's great. I had her her do. Uh, I had her draw Arthur Reeves uh, multiple looks, and one of them being his like crazy laughing version. Mm-hmm. I just had her use the creeper as the base character model because yeah. <laughs> um, but so we do see Arthur Reeves in a. Uh, follow up to Mask of the Phantasm and uh, the I think it's Batman and Robin Adventures right. annual number two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or one, I can't remember. It's two. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of turned into a Joker character. His face is permanently grin now, and mm-hmm. he's uh, I think he kidnaps Batman. I really can't remember what happens in that comic. Yeah, um, I forget the details too. But yeah, he's crazy. He's full on supervillain. Yeah, but they they show at the end he like tries to run at Phantasm and and knock her off a building, but he ends up just falling off a building himself. So he's dead theoretically. <laughs> I got a question about the creeper. I know that's not who you're talking about, but is he? A you hero mean the creeper? Parentheses Jack Ryder. Yes, parentheses. <laughs> yes. Who uh, will be? He'll be in a um, issue of Batman Beyond pretty soon. I'm yeah. Jack Ryder was, but the creeper. We'll be teaming up. Um, but yeah, is he a hero or a villain? That's something for the comments. I've always been curious. He's a member of the Justice League in the DCAU. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he only gets one episode in the new Batman Adventures. And at the end of it, he like rips the patch off that keeps mm-hmm. him at bay. He and, and so Batman he's... are always like teaming up and hanging out because they had a story together in Adventures in the DCU. Oh, maybe. And they yeah. also um, had a, like, he was a guest star in the JLU book. Um, yeah. So the animated creepers had some appearances, but I, I guess he's like more of a hero in that world. He's kind of just a loose cannon and yeah. like, he's just there to do whatever he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, not like a cat woman where that he keeps switching sides, but no. like, uh, I guess I think he's pretty, pretty much a good guy, but he's, he's just hard chaotic, to control. <laughs> chaotic. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, Jacob has another one. Are there three Jokers in the DCAU since there are three different designs and there's said to be three in the comics? I'd say technically no. Uh, <laughs> it's always the same guy, but I Tim do Levin like your... Tim Levin says a yes to that, <laughs> doesn't he? Where it's like every no. animated series is its own thing and like, yeah, Justice League yeah. has continuity callbacks to Superman and Batman, but it's like, they're their own show. It's its own Joker. If you Well, I mean, he means it. like... That's just how the DCAU has always looked. Yeah. Via, via that show. So like in Oh, I got you. In Justice League, even though Superman looks slightly different than he did in his animated series, in the Justice League like lens mm-hmm. uh, on the DCAU, he sure. has always looked like that. And so that's, it's the same with the Joker. I've never had like Batman. a problem with that just because you have so many different artists in comics and yeah. it's not a, not a big deal. Um, the jo- I, I don't think there are three separate Jokers in the DCAU unless you think of like, well, now we have this Arthur Reeves Joker sort of guy running around yeah. and now we have the Creeper. And the Creeper, have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Tim Drake, he's, I mean, he's a Joker. 
Well, the, the basis of yeah, <laughs> that's true. The basis of the uh, three Jokers thing in the comics has a lot to do with like his personality is very different ver- in mm-hmm. like the different ages and, of comics. And that's like Silver Age version, and yeah. then the Killing Joke version, and the modern day stuff. Yeah, and I could see that kind of being applicable to the DCAU Joker because between Batman the Animated Series, New Batman Adventures, and like Return of the Joker, Justice League Joker, they all three do act a little differently. Like New Batman Adventures Joker is a lot more kind of Looney Tunes, wacky mm-hmm. Animaniacs kind of guy. Like he does a lot more goofy things and less like maniacal, murderous things. Sure, sure. Um, and Return of the Joker, Joker, like, like if they had had the Return of the Joker flashback, I'm pretty sure that's a big reason why they redesigned him for that is like if they put New Batman Adventures Joker in that flashback, it wouldn't have been as like believable, I think, or as like scary mm-hmm. um, of what he did if he just looks like a animaniac, you know? Right, right. So, um, the redesign was important. They gave him his uh, eyes back, you know, and like yeah. just being able to look and. In- into his eyes like there's a certain level of uh, you know connection yeah well, yeah connection was just yeah they're not just black pits of emptiness yeah <laughs> there's some terror so. so yeah so i'd say i mean technically there's not but i like the idea that uh he dies enough times that maybe there's some kind of weird like if he die, if he does actually die all those times that maybe like some demons bringing him back or something. And like, it's kind of messing with his soul a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's so, a lot know. of um, variations of what could be the reason why there's multiple <laughs> yeah. jokers and stuff. And that's still a mystery in the comics. We'll find out in the yeah, three jokers series that comes out later in this year by um, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabic. Yeah. So um, this is an interesting one that I've never heard before, but I kind of like it. Um, says Richard Schneider says I've seen a few fanfics that suggests that Wally West and the DCAU and Young Justice Wally are one and the same. The idea being that he was displaced to the past of the DCAU after he disappeared. Hmm. So they're talking about like the end of season two of Young right. Justice. They run he runs too fast or whatever and and kind of disappears, which we assume in the show is like a Speed Force thing, and that he'll probably be back in this new season in some mm. capacity or something. Um, but I've, I kind of like this, that he's, like, transported to the DCAU, and maybe that's why we have the Kid Flash costume in the museum and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can see being a problem with this is that when the Justice League forms with Wally as a founding member, he doesn't go, like, oh, yeah, we did this when I was a little kid on a different We Earth. called it the team. <laughs> yeah. It was just called the team. We'd... Or there was already a Justice League there with yeah. all of you guys in it. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't Zatanna's know. Zatanna's a lot older in this world. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's kind of a cool idea. It's not... I don't know. I mean, Young Justice premiered, like, almost five, six years after... But the, the Flash is known for his time travel. So Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I don't know if I personally believe it, but it's a cool idea. Um, this is another one that I don't know if I agree with it but i do like the ideas from hansen so i think this is like the band hansen i think so yeah yeah. um nice victor freeze essentially created a botched bathtub lazarus pit this is how he didn't die outright and how his head lasted into the future he unlocked true immortality but it came at a steep price raish or raz or whatever most likely took note of it 
but considered the cost too high and stuck to his traditional method. Hmm. So I guess he's basically saying like the chemicals in a uh, Lazarus pit, like Victor Freeze accidentally created those same chemicals hmm. and trying to save Nora or whatever. Um, I don't know about but that. He, he <laughs> fall. See when he in the in like Batman and Robin the movie he falls into an actual like big vat of chemicals. Right. Whereas in the DCAU, he's just kicked into like a table full of vials of things. Mm. Um, I was about so to say, I maybe say Mr. That... Freeze is a, another Joker. Just <laughs> yeah, because there you fall in a pit of chemicals. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is the third Joker. He is a Joker. Um, <laughs> Ice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does he's have a, a lot of jokes. Put that cookie down. You know, I'm not a a health nut or anything, but they say there's a lot of benefits to taking a nice bath or a nice shower. Something really cold. So anyway, this Lazarus Pit (laughs) fan theory. (laughs) Do you think uh, Mr. Freeze could have accidentally created a Lazarus Pit by having chemicals sitting on a table that he was kicked into? In in the comics, (laughs) there's only one character who's able to actually synthesize the Lazarus Pit, and that was um, Jeffrey Burr, who is Cobra. And so mm, right. he, and that's yeah, a plot point from, um, from that. Yeah. He's had, he's had that. <laughs> I don't know. That's a thing. And that's a, he's around in Batman beyond. So it's possible Cobra yeah. might've done it in this world too. I think, uh, I think this, the, the Mr. Freeze immortality thing, I think is different enough be, uh, from the Lazarus pit because, the Lazarus Pit, you know, makes you crazy for a few seconds, and then you're okay. You're totally you're healed. To Mr. Freeze has a condition now that keeps him immortal. I bet if he yeah, took a bath he... in the Lazarus Pit, it would be gone, and he would be a normal person again. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because he's just like I mean, when he when he's reborn in Batman Beyond, he has no uh, body. Like, yeah, well, but he has no lasting effects from the freeze stuff <laughs> besides uh, losing the rest of his body. <laughs> Just being ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm talking about when he gets put into a new body. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he has no like, oh, I'm I have no emotions. I'm I'm always frozen. Kind of stuff mm-hmm. like he did when he was a head spider. Um, <laughs> but when he is a head spider, he has no way to, like, he is slowly dying and his his body's de- deteriorated and all this stuff. And he has no, yeah, he has no emotion. He has no. Um, connection to humanity anymore or whatever whereas like Rachel Ghoul is for more or less a normal person mm-hmm. resurrected multiple times so i'd say it's just another comic book thing I th- a, I, a different way yeah yeah I'd, I'd agree it's also i think you're, you're going to be a totally different immortal if you're losing anything below yeah. the belt you know that yeah. makes you a totally <laughs> different person <laughs> yeah, I mean, Vandal Savage sat next to a meteor that made him immortal. That's a different thing. That's not like a Lazarus Pit. Uh, yeah, but he's still asteroid. got his penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm saying this is God. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, people. Uh, <laughs> I must say, uh, I just say I that's would, a, that's so why you... Mister Freeze is a different type. He's a crankier immortal. <laughs> right. That's why he has no emotion because he has no genitalia. Um, that's so he. That's the fan theory. Yeah, that's our fan theory. Um, I was gonna say you you interviewed uh, Mike Grell I did. recently. Yeah, very um, recently. Hopefully that'll be up what, on the his, channel sooner than his later. His re- say his resume for people. Oh, say his what resume. Did he do well. Yeah. He's done a lot, um, but he's mainly known for his work for DC. Um, he created the character Warlord and Scar Terrace and um, all the 
that world that was the focus of uh, the Justice League Unlimited episode, Chaos of the Earth's Core. And he um, did an extensive run on Green Arrow uh, in the late 80s, which was actually a mature book. Uh, it, was a, it was a line for mature readers. So he yeah. uh, there's lots of like uh, violence and sex and stuff in the pages yeah. of his Green Arrow run, and it's actually pretty good. Um, he did. He was known for doing the Longbow Hunters, and that's a classic. Introduced Shadow, who's the main character in the Arrow. So he gave Green Arrow the hood. Um, yeah, a lot of character defining moments there. He also did a book called Sable, which is a, a independent book um, that was kind of like a spy thriller. Um, he's gone on to do like Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes and X Men and all sorts of com- mm-hmm. like he's got a big resume. I I'm sure I'm yeah. just glancing over it. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly we're in love with him or something. No, yeah, I, I I bring it up because I watched your. Ha- the first half of your interview with him, um, obviously, I'll end up watching the whole thing. But the uh, I-, I enjoyed that, like, uh, you mispronounced something. I can't remember. Uh, uh, it was early on. Yeah, what was it? It was um, it was Demos. It was even before Demos. No, you were Demos. afraid of saying that wrong, but you. I can't remember. Oh, it was the name of the uh, Atlantean. Oh yeah, or Orion. Something. Or no, he called it Arion. Yeah, so like I just I thought it was funny that you you did that and then you just started like being being very like skittish about like huh, don't you think it's funny how people say things the wrong way sometimes? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's what like, I do. No, that, you know, like don't don't give yourself an excuse. <laughs> I needed that excuse. Uh, you know, everybody does that. <laughs> everybody does that. <laughs> it's their own weird ways of saying things. Promenade, that kind of thing. I'm glad to know um, that's going to make it into the final cut of the interview. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will. Yeah. I was hoping the 15 minutes might go down to like 10. <laughs> and maybe that part might uh, <laughs> meet the cutting board. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, so, okay. Uh, Super very man says. How did you pronounce super, that? <laughs> super very man. Okay, sure. <laughs> or maybe super veryman. There we go. Uh, says, does Superman need air to breathe, or does he only think he does? Mm. Uh, I think he in the DCAU he probably does need air. Yeah. Um, yeah, because kryptonite but... will cripple him to the point where he his you know body motor functions yeah. stop working so i i think kryptonite stops him from breathing because for the most part we only ever see him in space in a space suit either mm-hmm. the justice league watchtower space suits or the his like star lab space suits right. um but there is the time when he like bursts out of the watchtower to try to stop the bfg and he gets he's just like i'm just gonna go like i know that that's like an urgent moment mm-hmm. but then when he gets hit by the by the blast he goes like ah, and is just floating out in space until yeah. I think Doctor Light comes and gets him or something. Mm-hmm. So there's there's just like how long has he been out there not breathing and whatever? I um, think he's so strong I, enough as long as he's near a yellow sun. Like yeah, it doesn't matter if he's in space. Like he'll be okay as long as the sun's. You yeah, know. I think he's just if he's expecting to be out there for a long time, he's got to wear those suits i think if he's expecting um, to talk to anybody he should wear this yeah, suit too. i guess so yeah anything but involving like in, oxygen uh, in legacy when we see how he gets captured by apocalypse he's in a space suit and then a beam mm-hmm. blasted off of him and he's just him in space um as he's like falling unconscious so that's another moment of like 
Superman's in space without a spacesuit and gets knocked unconscious by a beam. <laughs> Those are the two times when we don't see him in a spacesuit. <laughs> uh, so I don't know how much evidence that is that he does not yeah. need to breathe. But And if we want to like think about other mediums and stuff, like Superman the movie, he flies around the planet a few times yeah. and turns time backwards. I think most Supermans that aren't the DCA Superman can breathe yeah. without or do not need to breathe or whatever. But we also see a Superman wearing like a little mask when he's underwater. Um, we see him in a scuba suit when he's underwater another time. Like, I think, I think DC, he needs air. The DCAU Superman was like kind of underpowered anyway, just to make him a little more compelling. So yeah. I think our Superman's just a little weaker. And it's kind of weird whether or not Man of Steel Superman needs air also, because... Mm-hmm. When he breathes in the like Kryptonian atmosphere, it starts messing with him, and he's like throwing up blood and stuff like that. But at the same time, he just punches a hole in the spaceship and is just standing there talking to Jarrell in space as Space Jesus for like five minutes, right? Without breathing, so I don't really know. <laughs> and and he's floating in space after putting Doomsday up there uh-huh. and not breathing. I don't know. And I mean, that could be that they don't know what they're doing with. Those I mean, movies. and he's been. <laughs> buried he's been killed and buried underground yeah. and <laughs> not able and to came back yeah yeah so i don't yeah. all right uh gs money baby xxl says <laughs> lex luthor and dark side and the source wall yes oh yes i think <laughs> the so. answer is yes yes i think th- i think that's where they went yeah um this is uh I mean, I know that you're probably wanting us to talk about it, but we don't really know anything about it. It just happens. They get poofed, and then, according to Dwayne McDuffie, that's where they went. Is they're you now part should, of the source uh, wall. Go back and check out Legacies number zero number and look, zero, yeah. look at the source wall there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe somewhere along the left side of the panel. <laughs> maybe I have no idea. <laughs> you might find a cool uh, Easter egg there. Uh, Winston Churchill. Oh no. S-H-I-H. Shit. I'm sorry, Winston. Uh says, how, Bat- how Batman fought crime in Gotham in Justice League era. Yes. Well, we saw it a little <laughs> bit in the Batman Adventures comic, and he's wearing yeah. the Justice League iteration of the suit, which could be the same version of the new Batman Adventures suit. It sure you is. You have a, a long 18-minute video all about it. <laughs> well, uh, lots of people like it, Ted, so it's not too long. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, no, I mean, there's plenty of times when they're like, hey, Batman, come help us. And he's like, I'm busy. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. So he's doing Gotham stuff. Mm-hmm. He no, has plenty definitely. of time. Gotham hasn't gone anywhere, as far as we know. And there's definitely, it's definitely not like back-to-back days per Justice League episode. There mm-hmm. might be a few that are like that um, toward the end of season one and some of season two. But there's not, uh, there's like big, like six-month, eight-month kind of gaps there's yeah. plenty of time for Batman to go back. And you fit a few of the um, like Gotham Girls and Batman and Harley. Those kind mm. of stories fit more into the Justice League time, time period, right? Yeah, yeah. And like the, yeah. some of the books, like Batman, um, Harley and Ivy, um, and the movie Batman and Harley Quinn is during Justice League Unlimited. That's so right. It's, uh, mm-hmm. But that's not canon because I don't Mystery like of the it Batwoman. That, that Mystery <laughs> Batwoman now takes place after that's everything. True. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, according to the plasma <laughs> rifle it sure is <laughs> yeah so yes it's he does that um jacks very much influenced man of steel general zod especially looks 
opposite. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say uh, General Zod's looks in Man of Steel is influenced by General Zod, mm-hmm. <laughs> not by anything else. It's, I mean, Zod's been around since the 60s, maybe even earlier than that. Is he, like, an, is he original to the Superman movie? No, no. He's from the, the okay. books. Um, okay. And in the Silver Age, he looks like a general. He's wearing like a general's yeah, uniform and yeah. everything comes from Krypton and... Um, He's also in Superman Adventures. Uh, yeah, like Jaxer and Mala recruit him to help fight, help them fight Supergirl and Superman. Yeah, uh, yeah. and he shows or, back up for yeah. uh, the JLU comic later. Yeah, actually, I might have gotten that wrong. I think I don't know if he works alongside Jaxer and Mala or if Granny Goodness gets him or something. But he's there, and so he's a separate character mm-hmm. um, in that universe, even, and doesn't look the same really. Um, and um, I mean, they both have black beards. That's pretty much the in thing. in the episode for the man who has everything. Superman's uh, imaginary son is named Zod, isn't it? Or no, but he has up? a friend. Yeah, oh, like, little, little, you gotta go little... to little Zod's birthday party That's or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I thinking of? It was um, Superboy <laughs> in the uh, Justice League Beyond 2.0 comic. There was uh, the Superboy right, character right. who He's was revealed like Zod's to be son or something. Well, I think his name is Zod, and it's yeah. General or it's um, Jaxer and Mala's son. Right, right, or right. Something. Okay, or yeah. Jaxer and Wonder Woman. I forget. Or Jaxer and a Phantom and Zone monster. <laughs> it, yeah, it could have been like Justice Lord Superman, a Wonder Woman's son. Yeah, I got to read that again. Being taken care of by Jaxer. <laughs> it's a great series. I just I'm yeah. a little rusty on it too. Um, that's all that we got from people. Okay, um, there's people. a couple other comments, but we could either save them for a different time or save them for the, the untitled mail segment, or I'm not really sure. But we should probably get to comic relief and then wrap up the podcast. Okay. As things go in the world of this, um, you want to sing the comic relief song to get us into comic relief? I forget how it goes, but I'll, I'll make up a new one. It's comic relief. <laughs> I was bet. It, I think it was something like, uh, "It's time for comics." I'm relieved. That's good. I believe that's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I who had to listen to it like three times. Um, all right. So what did you read, Ted? Or I read watch, uh, or do? Scott Snyder's Justice League books. I read Me the, too. The first two issues. Let's just talk about only that. Yeah. <laughs> because that'll be what mine is. That works for me. Um, we final, I finally finished No Justice. Yeah, we <laughs> so. can talk about the ending of that, too, if you want to, because it kind of goes directly into um, this new Justice League yeah. series. Um, so, yeah, tell me your take on No Justice, since you're a little fresher on it. It's been a few weeks since I finished it. I thought it was a bit of a cop-out, a little bit rushed, uh, because there's these giant, like, the worst monsters you've ever fought, and they shoot an arrow into them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I understand that it's, uh, you know, they had had to do this in, like, four issues or whatever, but I think they did a lot of build up over three issues and then a very quick conclusion. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, that's, I, I kind of expected to, because you're not going to have these alien God things um, still trying to eat earth after the series is over. I suppose. Yeah. But they could have, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the writer <laughs> of this. I'm not as good of a writer. The people that write this comic, but <laughs> I can certainly critique that. I felt it was a little rushed. At yeah. The end. What do you are were you familiar with Vril Docs, uh, Brainiac Two, or see? Um, I thought that was the name of Brainiac Five, but I guess it's not. Yeah, he, or at least in this universe, I don't know. I mean, they are all that's why related. I was, that's why I was confused, and they were calling him that because mm-hmm. 
I was like, what? <laughs> now, Brainiac 5 is also a 12th level intellect, so we'll have to get he him on sure the show is. at some point. Yeah, we should got to interview him. His name is Quirrell Docs. Oh, so, okay. I mean, definitely <laughs> related to Vril Docs. He got yeah. doxed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, he... I mean, it sets him up to be the new Brainiac. Yeah, the like, new Brainiac. And he's going to yeah. have all of uh, the villain's memories downloaded. Did he actually successfully steal those? Because I feel like he was going to and then mm-hmm. didn't get to. Yeah, I think he's. it's on his radar. I'm sure he'll pop back up in the Justice League yeah. book. I did like how they're like, oh, we'll, we'll get Brainiac's son to help us. Like, he's mm-hmm. a good person. And then he's like, no, you let my planet explode like yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not a good person <laughs> which so, you can't blame him kind of cool robin yeah. damian wayne was warning batman against him yeah. the entire time he's like why are we trusting yeah. this guy we shouldn't be yep. come on i did like you had mentioned before i did really like all the um the interactions with characters we might not have ever seen talk to each other mm-hmm. like starro and deathstroke yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> lobo and raven you uh-huh. know just stuff like this that starro we, like, i uh, i know i messaged yeah. this to you he's he was a breakout star yeah uh, oh uh, uh, oh <laughs> breakout star he's conqueror. a breakout star <laughs> yeah Okay. No, I like. He, he also got <laughs> breaked out when his arms got ripped off and he oh, died. Oh yeah, that's true. He did die. Um, Starro rest That actually in made me a little upset because I was <laughs> I liked his character yeah. a lot. He was more um, comic relief this time around, whereas like even yeah. a few years ago there was a series called Rebels um, that was uh, it's it actually starred Vril Docs. Um, the Brainiac Brainiac Two was the main mm-hmm. character, um, and Starro the Conqueror was the main villain. It was actually like a dude, like an alien dude who controlled all the stars uh, those like okay. starfish creatures were like his minions so i don't know if that's still canon with rebirth because that series um came out even before flashpoint so okay yeah well i, I i'm pretty sure in uh like the first or second volume of the new 52 justice league since i've been reading that he like starro shows up in like a panel mm-hmm. that's like an homage to the uh to the, the cover original. of Justice League number one or whatever it is. Brave the Vault number Star. 26. Yeah. Sure. That's <laughs> what I mean. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, like, oh, that's their first bad guy or whatever. Right, right. But then that's like the only time you ever see him mm-hmm. up until this most more recent stuff. Um, yeah, well, that's something that's I noticed knowledge. in this Justice League book. Um, so issue number two, there's a, a bit of stuff from John Stewart. I don't want to like skip there if we're not done with No Justice, oh, yeah. but... Um, just to touch on it, I noticed like a callback to the Cosmic Odyssey story from the mm-hmm. 1980s by um, Jim Starlin and Mac- Mike Mignola. That's always been a character-defining moment for John Stewart because of the um, death of the planet Zanshi, which John right. was responsible for destroying. So he and uh, Martian Manhunter have a sort of conflicted relationship from there. And that is referenced here in issue number two of Justice League. So he's pulling from that thread and... Yeah, I might as well talk about we might as well talk about that since it's um yeah. newer stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I do like that. Um, a lot, there are a lot other than the lineup of well, Justice. Should we being set it up similar. real quick? Like, sure, so no sure, justice. Sure. There's like the the source wall and everything. Um, got punctured at the end of Dark Knight's yeah. Metal, and by the end of No Justice, we see that the Green Lantern Corps is doing all they can to to help rebuild the source wall at least temporarily. While they figure out yeah. exactly how, or at least like hold it. it closed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which seems to be using up a lot of their uh, almost the entire <laughs> Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what's going on in their own book, but 
there's a lot of, like Hal mm-hmm. Jordan's over there, um, Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner. Um, and then we have John Stewart, who's doing his own mission for the Guardians. He's actually kind of in charge of the Green Lantern Corps for a little while in the, the most recent Green Lantern Corps book. Um, and he ends up running into Sinestro, who's got a new um, piece of the emotional color spectrum, part of the invisible mm-hmm. spectrum. He discovers the ultraviolet uh, Lantern yeah. Corps. <laughs> yeah, which seems to be rooted in hatred, which seems similar to red, which yeah, is rage. But... Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, but I'll I'll just let it slide because at this point they just can re they can just introduce new concepts every uh-huh. issue and it's fine. I think it was a way to like, get Sinestro back in his like blue purple looking outfit. Yeah, what yeah. was it that? Uh, yeah, I like how he says. Uh, uh, like uh, you've seen me in green and yellow, but uh-huh. now I just found I found the color that I was looking for the whole time, yeah, or something. Yeah. Because he was just been dressing in purple, and his skin is purple. Yeah, it matches his <laughs> skin, you know. Like if anything, Sinestro has always been a very fashionable supervillain. <laughs> yeah, he's always had a good design sense. <laughs> I mean, like uh, Lex Luthor has formed a Legion of Doom, but is probably going to like immediately do away with them or like use them for his own schemes or whatever yeah. like he's not it's set up to be like it's gonna be kind of like rock of ages where there's like a just a, a legion of doom team that they're fighting mm-hmm. but then it's kind of like immediately he's like just kidding i wasn't even here i'm inside superman yeah <laughs> in a tiny rocket what ship. is that giant head that they're looking at what are they calling it the totality it's yeah. literally this giant like cancerous looking head that just appears in the desert and they have to go figure out what yeah it's what's going on because yeah the start of number one of that series you see Kamandi watching it fly through space you see the justice oh, yeah. league or the justice legion uh watching it fly mm-hmm. through space you see the quintessence watching it fly through space the, the monitor everybody yeah everybody's like oh god this is gonna suck at like mm-hmm. all different time periods and all different universes and then it yeah it lands on Earth, but it's at this point al- almost identical to the movie Annihilation that just came out. Oh I don't know yeah, if you wa- have watched that. No, it's not yet. like Killer Croc goes in and comes out completely morphed, like mm-hmm. DNA wise, and that's exactly what the Annihilation bubble does. And uh, in that Legacy movie. Special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we didn't make him a he wasn't that a, twisted yeah we got a lot yeah. of uh flack though from some readers being like why'd you mutate killer croc it's like well if you yeah. were mad at us read <laughs> justice league number two <laughs> yeah no they're yeah they're gonna all those same people will comment i i don't know about what you did with killer croc but <laughs> i like the rest of it we mentioned um, earlier in our opening about swamp thing being in this issue and how he's like used as a interplanetary com link <laughs> just because yeah. john stewart turned off his justice league comms and telepathic link is off and so there has to be this like um magic flower that that uh Ends up growing into Swamp Thing that turns into Batman communicating. Yeah, like how it just thing. keeps changing. Like yeah, and he's like he even John Stewart's like, wait, Batman, what is going yeah. on? Yeah, and in the background <laughs> of the phone call, it starts to like break up because they're in the middle of the fight with the giant killer croc yeah. monster. So I enjoyed that. Oh, why did my Xbox make a sound just now? I anyway, hope that they have um, a different means of communication in every issue. So far, so yeah. good. <laughs> Martian Telepathy yeah. issue one, Swamp two Thing two. issue two. Yeah. Maybe, um, yeah, I like... 
my my vote is maybe we'll have Plastic Man do the thing with, where you have your ears go stretch out <laughs> around the corner. I don't know. <laughs> he's straight. He can he can uh, anyone he, he touches now that he's hatched out of his egg. Anyone that Plastic Man touches also have Plastic Man powers, so everyone can just stretch their ears out to each other. It's like a uh, King Midas of plastic instead of gold. Yeah, or like in Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, when they all touch each other and swap powers. Remember that great movie? Um, no, that sounds like uh, something you should watch um, at nighttime with with your lights off on your own time, James. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you should never watch again. Um, so side note: t- Yeah, yeah. I I sent uh, Daniel Dockery. He's a guy you know him, obviously, but I'm explaining. <laughs> for the people he does we share a lot of his articles from uh he writes for sci-fi uh, like the yeah, tv cr- channel sci-fi.com yeah about he writes a lot of dcau uh like comedic articles um i sent him our bat suit video that we just put out with the message hey thought you might like this video and he just got back to me i do like this video <laughs> <laughs> so i just had to mention um, he's, he's a funny guy We've gotten a lot of good feedback from that, actually, from producers nice. of the show, even. Um, anyway, just had to throw that in there because well, I'm really cool. famous. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, back to just like I think uh, the Legion of Doom has a baby. You want to talk about the baby? Oh yeah. So Grod's like, oh, is this who I think it is? And then I'm like, can you tell me who it is? Because I have no idea. <laughs> I know. I don't know either. So like, looking at the baby, it has there's a panel with like all this green light flowing. Yeah, and he has it. a green blanket. Yeah, and so. the Flash is talking like on the next page about the turtle, about oh, the yeah. supervillain who has the still force. So I'm thinking maybe it's related to that, but that's like a really I wonder strange. If that's, yeah, red herring. Yeah, why would you have the turtle? <laughs> why is he so important? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like the panel of the baby also almost looks like he has a, a mask on, like a Green Lantern mask, but that doesn't make much sense either. <laughs> Maybe it's like Baby Alan Scott. They're like no way. That's that can't be yeah, the right answer. But. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. The uh, um, what was I gonna say? I'm gonna oh, say the I, turtle. Yeah. Oh yeah, turtle. Go for it. The turtle thing is weird to me because I think that's also just a red herring for what's going on. What's going wrong with Flash? Because I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the stuff that's going wrong with Flash isn't just only addressed in the Flash title. Like I'm assuming that's kind of a carryover from something that's happening to him yeah, on that side of things, mm-hmm. but I hope that it's some. I think I feel like it's probably just a speed force thing that's happening because of the source wall bursting open, and I hope that we just see what's going on in this comic instead. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I know Scott Snyder's paid a lot of attention to Grant Morrison's multiverse map and the way it's lined out with the source wall and the speed force and everything. They're yeah. all very related, so. Um, yeah. I have no doubt. Yeah, but I'm hoping, it, I'm sure it'll be revealed here. I almost wonder if the stuff going on, the Flash title, I'm not reading it right now, but if yeah. it's like something totally different, but just happens to be a similar plot point. I guess we'll see. Yeah, because I mean, he's building like a car, but then he says it's for the Titans. So that's just something that'll show up in their book that I won't read. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I was going to say that the the team lineup obviously we is similar to the animated show um and the whole Zanshi thing with Green Lantern is sort of similar to the Ajuris 4 or 5 or whatever he destroys mm-hmm. in that in in Blackest Night. Uh but that's probably based on Zanshi anyway. Yeah. Um but I like that it's kind of just a it all kind of circles back um and 
I really liked the Jean Jones like telepathic meeting room thing that they yeah, did. Yeah, and the first issue um, that was really cool. Yeah, there were like it kind of made me think like, oh, I wonder, you know, when the quintessence meets up and talks, when it's a very similar like setting mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I wonder if one of them is just doing that, and they're actually where the all where they're supposed to be sure. on their different planets and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I could see um, them somehow having that power. Like Phantom Stranger, you would think would probably be able to do that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because we also see. I don't know if this is just maybe a more modern quintessence than what our like legacy well, it's got hera is kind of based hera on. instead of zeus yeah because they have hera yeah mm-hmm. so um and there was someone else in there that i didn't recognize i can't remember um but what else i don't know i liked it yeah it's <laughs> it's really good um i'm just gonna talk about how in oh luthor two... yeah the Sorry. very beginning <laughs> scene with luthor yeah i did want to mention that um yeah, go ahead well, he he and Jean have had a interesting re- relationship because it seems like they're both aware that something even bigger is coming out of uh-huh. the Justice League's tampering with the Source Wall and everything. And so Jean, while Jean's preparing the League, Luthor's preparing the Legion of Doom, and he's coming across these mysterious doors that um, uh, just I guess they appear in random places. I don't know. Yeah, just doorknobs. Yeah. Yeah. But he finds one at this place that his dad used to go to just to go get drunk. Um, and he ends up just blowing it all up. (laughs) It's, and he names drop his dad as Lionel Luthor. So that's kind of a cool nod to Smallville Mm. and everything. And Lex is very much like, I even thought there's a one panel where he's drawn so much like animated Lex. Like he has this facial expression that looks a lot like the justice league version. Um, so that was kind of fun to see him in like classic suit likes like business yeah, and pitch. Yeah. It, the, the, I'm trying to figure out how this all lines up time wise with each other because he says like, I think he says like, Oh, six months ago I was at this bar doing this thing mm-hmm. and I came across the doorknob, but like, was that after, is that, is that flashback still after the source wall gets burst open? And it, has it actually been that long now that since they've fought the Omega Titans and all that stuff? No, did it skip I, ahead or any something. Yeah, I, I don't think it's been six months. Um, like maybe this happened before. It's it's very strange because before the um, before No Justice, Lex was a member of the Justice League during the Dark Side right. War, and he went on <clears> to have his own Superman suit, um, and he was even like sitting on uh, the throne of Apocalypse. For, yeah. <laughs> for a minute and uh um were you reading those books uh during rebirth about lex luthor i forget which series it uh was. he he's in action comics yeah uh where he just is kind of a like i didn't really know completely what was going on he's just like a good guy but he's not and mm-hmm. all this weird stuff but it was not an apocalypse then because they left no. him as like ruler of apocalypse at the end of Dark Side War. I think he took over after New Fifty Two Superman dies as yeah. Superman. Yeah, he then, did that too. Uh, but then the real, the normal Superman <laughs> comes back, and he's like, "Oh, J.K." Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still been in this weird limbo of like, "Am I a superhero? I don't know." Yeah, but then in No Justice, he's clearly back in his like green and purple yeah. suit and everything, and aligning himself with villains again. Being maniacal and stuff. Yep. <sighs> All right. Um. Well, <laughs> I liked it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think there was one thing that was kind of dumb when Luthor's talking about, like he near the end, he's like, 
we have to find the seven blah blah blahs uh, in order to do the thing and i was like we just got done with the three wisdom trees yeah i know that we we had the different yeah. types of metal and all this stuff i'm like can you just stop with like we gotta the find collecting. the things mm-hmm. we gotta find the six MacGuffins. like just leave it alone for a sec do something different <laughs> yeah i i kind of thought that too when that was brought in there um but uh yeah there's still a lot of really awesome stuff going on <laughs> and i'm really really yeah. loving the series it's um this is like what a justice league book should be and it hasn't yeah. been this good and like even Jeff Johns's run, like I love Jeff Johns as a writer, and his run had some really strong um, places here and there, like Forever Evil and Trinity War. But overall, it was a little, a little disappointing. But and, and like Dark Side War was so fun with like characters like the Anti Monitor and Dark Side and uh, getting to see um, fleshed out Fourth World stuff in uh, Jeff mm-hmm. Johns' style. But I just I don't know the whole the, the thing as a whole wasn't as epic or as strong as I would have liked. And okay. um, my kind of, my litmus test for the justice league is the GLA run by Grant Morrison from the nineties. Yeah. Um, that was just like peak perfection. And this series is reminding me a lot of that run. And that's a really yeah, good I'm, thing. I'm, I'm kind of noticing while reading a lot of the old nineties stuff that you suggest to me and reading new 52 stuff and reading the current stuff is like, the 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 biggest thing you can ever do with the DC universe is either the the multiverse is going to explode or dark side mm-hmm. like anything in between doesn't seem as important or epic or whatever yeah but they just keep doing those two things back and forth all the time and it's usually in different enough ways that are enjoyable but i think that there's got they gotta find something <laughs> that is <laughs> and maybe we're leading to something like that with this whole source wall thing i'm not positive yeah. the, you know metal is not really a i mean i guess metal is a is a multiverse falling apart thing so yeah yeah it is i don't know (laughs) and Um, the ramifications of it but i mean mean, it's kind of just a critique of the comic book genre in general (laughs) like you can't it's anything you're limited to whatever the multiverse has always been rooted in like the dc comics is crossover history like even as early as the justice league meeting the justice society in their books and like the right, flash yeah. of two worlds you know like it's all yeah. very multiverse heavy um mm-hmm. we mentioned mike grell earlier he has a, a funny i asked him if there was any pressure from dc to integrate warlord into the the regular universe in different ways and he mm-hmm. said that uh, julie swartz um was asked about warlord one time in relation of the the DC universe saying like, well, Superman's flown in, he's thrown straight through the earth a few times and one in out the other, you know, <laughs> like he would have found Scarteros if it lived in the center of the earth. Yeah. So he's like, well, that means it's not on earth one. It's not on earth two. It's not on earth prime. It's on earth. Grell. That's what they said. It was like, Mike Grell has his own earth that he gets to keep everything on and, and nobody messes with him. He doesn't. It's, out, it's, mess with it's outside else. the source wall. Yeah. <laughs> So that's another nice snippet from that interview. We can look yeah. for that pretty soon. All right. I, would, I do want to do a quick uh, mail segment of um, just a couple things we got that could be pretty quick answers. We'll have a female um, segment one day, too. Yeah, I know. Sorry, ladies. Um, 
if you are a lady and you listen to this podcast, like that's pretty cool. Um, I don't didn't expect that. Sorry um, for all the dick <laughs> jokes this time around. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, unrepresentative. Oh, um, wow. Anyway, I'll put a freeze on those. Yeah, a misrepresentative is that a? That, is that a well, I said I'll put a fr- I'll put a freeze okay. on those jokes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, Greg Greg Sanders says, not a theory, but something that bothers me. Did the death of Blight feel right to you? It felt weird that they never brought Blight back, and I wondered if you guys thought so, too. Well, when Joker uh, can die four times, Blight can die at least once. <laughs> once, yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of agree, I guess, because uh, we, we think he's dead at the end of the Mr. Freeze episode, but he comes back, um, and I believe the last time we see him is when he's like in a submarine mm-hmm. uh, to hide right. his to hide his radiation from Batman's detection. Or are you and thinking then... of um you're thinking of static shock. Don't they end the no. show in a submarine? No. On a there's a big boat, I think. Oh, uh, that's but, close. Um yeah. But right. no Blight Blight's hiding his radiation on a sub and Batman finds him anyway. And then he's just like taunting Blight, like, hey, I'm over here, idiot. And he's like, stop it, go away, and throwing flame balls at him. And then like That's the sub does. gets sunken, like he sinks in the sub and supposedly dies. That's the last time you see him. Uh, they could easily bring him back yeah. in that um, as, you know, because. And he comes back in the does, comics. Does the Batman he? Beyond comics. Not, uh, the, I mean, like more the more recent ones that are more DCU inspired. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) I I guess I kind of agree that it's a little bit, it was a little bit weird. And also he dies in like season one. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was two more seasons of the shows. I always thought was weird. Like that Blight's set up to be like his Joker. And then they take him off the table too quickly. Yeah. Um, His brother, uh, Paxton powers comes around later in the show. Yeah. And he's kind of more of a Lex Luthor figure of just doing, He's a doing, Jared Kushner. Yeah. <laughs> doing uh, not evil businessman things. He's expendable. <laughs> He's also voiced by uh, Carrie Elwes. Elwes. Oh, yeah. Princess Bride guy. Nice. <laughs> he saws his foot off in the end of Saw. Spoilers. Um, that's why they call it that. That's why they call him Paxton Powers? That's why they call it Saw. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> only other thing we got here is, uh, uh, Mo, Mohinish, Mo, Mahinish. And you're giving me crap Mo, for how I pronounce names. Shush. You don't have to read names. Uh, <laughs> he says, are there two Harley Quinns as established in the white Knight series? I think he's talking about like in the DCAU. Are there? Th- no, there are three Harleys. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's Harley from mad love. And then there's Harley, the replacement Harley from Joker's Millions. Mm. And then there's old Harley Quinn from Return of the Joker. And Dee Dee's count as half a Harley each. Yeah, you're right. And so there's like three, or like four. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also a fifth Harley in Batman and Harley Quinn, since that's not canon because I don't like it. She, um, does she have a Harley motorcycle? Also, yeah. So she's, there's lots of Harley Quinns. She better not need a I mean, replacement. I the mean, real, the real answer is no. There's steel tariffs. But the real answer is yes. Steel tariffs make those Harley motorcycles expensive <laughs> now. Yeah, see, uh, that's how the DD twins were born, is all Harley Quinns um, 
never mind. I'm not going to say this. <laughs> there might be a lady listening to the podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that's the end. That's the end of the podcast, I yeah. guess. Well, uh, so White Knight, though, there's no reason for there to be two Harleys <laughs> like that because um, we don't have a version of Harley in this world that's like the crazy, violent Suicide Squad version. Even right. though our Harley does go to the Suicide Squad in the um, Batman and Harley tie-in comics, the title. Yeah, or they movie. come to her. But yeah, yeah, she's still wearing the pigtails and looking a little different. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's her own person. She is singular. And this is her universe. She started here. This is um. All right, the yeah. end. Thank you for listening, everybody. This podcast is out every other Monday on iTunes. Say biweekly, YouTube. geekly, whatever. Yeah, the biweekly geek entertainment podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Tim Tuck. That's Tim T I M M, as in Bruce Tim. Uh, podcasts. Uh, they have mentioned us several times and they they plug our videos and stuff so i just wanted to give them a thank you because we don't talk about them often enough you should go listen to them they do like every episode of the dcau discussions uh, they just finished mm-hmm. superman the animated series they didn't have a lot of good stuff to say about legacy uh they were kind of bored with it and and like relieved to be done watching the superman oh. cartoon <laughs> uh which I guess I sort of can see. It's a happy but, ending. It's a good ending, though. There's some amazing yeah. animation in there. Yeah. Especially, mm-hmm. the I love the Darwin Cook scene in part two, where Superman's flying towards the um, apocalypse uh, throne yeah. room. Yeah. It's, there's some good stuff. They, they mentioned that they like the episode more for what it sets up later for Superman and Darkseid, mm-hmm. um, but Twilight. not don't like it as much as its own episode, I guess. Um to each their own a league of their own static shock uh season three anyway uh thanks to adam mullen for our music he's uh he writes (laughs) the theme music that we all know and love we all love (laughs) the theme every video uh uh, and this podcast as well uh we're on social media at dcau watch oh sorry adam's website is musica-atomica.com we're on social media at dcau watchtower can also email us at info at watchtowerdatabase.com if you want to send us suggestions of stuff to talk about or ask us questions that we can bring up in untitled mail segment um we got videos on the channel every week sunday thursday then monday tuesday today's the monday so tomorrow is trivia tuesdays and then next week there will be a sunday video and a thursday video uh so you can subscribe to the youtube channel watchtower database so you never miss a single thing or the patreon page Uh, so you get it early yeah, the patreon.com currently slash JTS Entertainment. That might change. It's uh, probably we'll gonna change. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah, we got uh lots of cool stuff in there you can check out now, but it's also gonna be updating pretty soon. Uh, I've said that the last like three episodes, but I think for real season's gonna update <laughs> pretty soon. Uh I was gonna say uh in terms of subscribing to the YouTube channel, apparently there's a thing now where I mean, you got to hit the little bell if you want notifications. That's been a thing for a while. But now you also have to tell it that you always want notifications Mm. or else you only sometimes get them. So, like, they just continue to make it harder for you to actually know when we post videos. Um, If you memorize the schedule, you can just check in, but you shouldn't have to do that. Anyway, that's the end of the show. And thanks for listening again. And Ted, say a funny thing to end this podcast. Uh, It's been episode 20. Yay. That's a big number. Let's have 20 more. 
no, I say a, a something funny. Oh, something funny. Thank you. <laughs>